that it would have been difficult to distinguish from the patches that remained to what creature the fur had belonged. This primeval vestment reached from the throat to the knees and served at once all the usual purposes of body clothing. There was no wider opening at the collar than was necessary to admit the passage of the head, from which it may be inferred that it was put on by slipping it over the head and shoulders in the manner of a modern shirt or ancient hauberk. Sandals bound with thongs made of boar's hide protected the feet, and a roll of thin leather was twined artificially round the legs, and, ascending above the calf, left the knees bare like those of a Scottish Highlander. To make the jacket sit yet more close to the body, it was gathered at the middle by a broad leathern belt, secured by a brass buckle, to one side of which was attached a sort of scrip, and to the other a ram's horn, accoutred with a mouthpiece, for the purpose of blowing. In the same belt was stuck one of those long, broad, sharp-pointed, and two-edged knives, with a buck's horn handle, which were fabricated in the neighborhood, and bore, even at this early period, the name of a Sheffield Whittle. The man had no covering upon his head, which was only defended by his own thick hair, matted and twisted together, and scorched by the influence of the sun into a rusty, dark red color, forming a contrast with the overgrown beard upon his cheeks, which was rather of a yellow or amber hue. One part of his dress only remains, but it is too remarkable to be suppressed. It was a brass ring, resembling a dog's collar, but without any opening, and soldered fast round his neck, so loose as to form no impediment to his breathing, yet so tight as to be incapable of being removed, excepting by the use of the file. On this singular gorget was engraved in Saxon characters an inscription of the following purport. Girth, the son of Beowulf is the born thrall of Cedric of Rotherwood. Beside the swineherd, for such was Gurth's occupation, was seated upon one of the fallen druidical monuments, a person about ten years younger in appearance, and whose dress, though resembling his companions in form, was of better materials, and of a more fantastic description. His jacket had been stained of a bright purple hue, upon which there had been some attempt to paint grotesque ornaments in different colors. To the jacket he added a short cloak, which scarcely reached halfway down his thigh. It was of crimson cloth, though a good deal soiled, lined with bright yellow, and as he could transfer it from one shoulder to the other, or, at his pleasure, draw it all around him, its width contrasted with its want of longitude, formed a fantastic piece of drapery. He had thin silver bracelets upon his arms, and on his neck a collar of the same metal, bearing the inscription, Wamba, the son of Witless, is the thrall of Cedric of Rotherwood. This personage had the same sort of sandals with his companion, but, instead of the roll of leather thong, his legs were cased in a sort of gaiters, of which one was red and the other yellow. He was provided also with a cap, having around it more than one bell about the size of those attached to hawks, which jingled as he turned his head to one side or other. 
and as he seldom remained a minute in the same posture, the sound might be considered as incessant. Around the edge of this cap was a stiff bandeau of leather, cut at the top into open work, resembling a coronet, while a prolonged bag arose from within it, and fell down on one shoulder like an old-fashioned nightcap, or a jelly-bag, or the headgear of a modern hussar. It was to this part of the cap that the bells were attached, which circumstance, as well as the shape of his headdress, and his own half-crazed, half-cunning expression of countenance, sufficiently pointed him out as belonging to the race of domestic clowns, or jesters, maintained in the houses of the wealthy, to help away the tedium of those lingering hours which they were obliged to spend within doors. He bore, like his companion, a scrip attached to his belt, but had neither horn nor knife, being probably considered as belonging to a class whom it is esteemed dangerous to entrust with edge-tools.